Hey, good morning and happy Tuesday, August 31st. It is a very happy National Eat Outside Day today, Kelly Collis. <laughs> well, you better do it now before the rain comes. We've been celebrating this for like a year and a half, so we're, we're pros at it. Here we go. Let's make it happen. Live Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. August 23rd, am I right? Like, oh my goodness. August 23rd? What are you talking about? 31st. Whoa. <laughs> Tommy, you okay this morning? It's the last no. day of August. It's the last day of August, August 31st. To quote the philosopher Taylor Swift, August slipped away into a moment in time. <laughs> oh, oh, August. It was fun while it lasted. That's true. I can't believe I messed those numbers up. Wow. Well, <laughs> you're in for a show today, folks. Thanks for joining us and getting involved. <laughs> Want to get started today with the photo that you've probably seen online already of Major General Chris Donahue being the very last service member leaving Afghanistan. I woke up to that this morning and I saw it on my phone and it's just such a stark image of like that guy, the very last service member of a 20 year mission in Afghanistan. Yeah, it's it's that that image is is very iconic in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I wonder how they decide that, like how how he just happened to be the last one. I don't know. He's because <laughs> he had to lock it up and uh, turn over the keys. My goodness, my goodness. Well, that um, the plane that he was on out of Afghan airspace and and that whole uh, flight was safe, with along with like one hundred and twenty thousand people have been evacuated over the last two weeks. So there's a there, there's a lot there's a lot still ahead. Yes. I just want to share that image and uh, thankful that he and his fellow servicemen and women are, are out. Yes, indeed. Okay, shifting gears just a little bit. Tommy, you might have missed this because I know you were on vacation and it was like a lot of people were talking about this here in D.C. because a local pizzeria in Washington, D.C., based here, won the top prize at the International Pizza Challenge. Of course. D.C., the pizza capital of the world. <laughs> no. I mean, come on. You think of iconic pizza, you think of Chicago or, or New York. <laughs> we don't even have a little Italy here. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, it's pretty amazing. So it's Andy's Pizza. It first opened up in Tyson's Corner um, in the in the uh, Galleria. I'm sorry, in the Galleria, the Urban Space Food Hall. And then it's been uh, has a couple other locations. It's in Shaw. It's um, sort of got a um, a pop up inside Atlas Brewery Works. That's right by the Navy Yard and, and Nats Park. And they have another location in Noma. So I think that's right around near you, Noma mm -hmm. Noma Streets Market. Um, so apparently, I'm reading here about the pizza. Um, the guy is Andy Brown, hence Andy's Pizza, went to this trade show because, of course, there's a pizza trade show in Las Vegas. And um, part of it is a big competition that's been happening for decades. Wow. And um, so his pizza is um, foldable slices with shredded cheese and red sauce layered on dough that ferments for 72 hours. Huh. I think I've had that in the Galleria. There, were, like, there was a pizza place there that I was like, this is good pizza. Yeah. It wasn't like this is the best in the world pizza, but clearly I am a rube and I was not <laughs> properly educated with my fine palate of, of how to score international pizzas. Yeah. Uh, and he won a um, pizza shaped trophy, <laughs> um, which I'm sure is going to be making the rounds at his locations and a $7,500 prize. So like, this is not a like international pizza here in DC. I'm saying that's all I want right now. 
yes, we've been talking about it. And I'm, I'm glad there's so many locations because usually when something like in the area gets like a national recognition and forget it, like line out the door. But now there's several places you can go get it. So that's yes. great. Yes. But I feel like the World Pizza Challenge should have more than a $7,500 grand prize. Well, there's several different categories. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't like the only category. So maybe it's the, the pie is divided up. Uh-huh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's keep you hungry this morning and let's uh, talk about chefs being generous. This is great. A bunch of locals have gotten together and they're going to be doing more work and they're going to be supporting Afghan refugees. I, once again, we are just blown away by chefs being generous and donating their time, their food, their energy, their craft. Um, they are four restaurants are getting together with a pop-up shop that's in war in the wharf. And um, each one of them is coming up with a sandwich. And when you purchase the sandwich for 14 bucks, um, the proceeds are going to a um, charity that is working with the Afghan refugees. And this initiative starts on Thursday. It goes through the weekend. Every day will be another featured sandwich. And the restaurants are Albi, Bammy's, Chico, and Grazi Grazi. Awesome. I haven't been to Grazi Grazi yet, but I've, and I love Chico. I did Albi before vacation. Holy crap. It's amazing. It's amazing. The tasting menu will make your head spin. It's just, I don't, I don't even know all the flavors that I had, but <laughs> whole, whoa, whoo, ha, it was amazing. Well, you can imagine when they put it all into a sandwich. And here's the good news. If you can't make it down to the wharf, the uh, several of the delivery services are going to be offering those sandwiches for delivery. So you ah. can get your belly full and um, you know, support a good cause. And just once again, so these chefs, I mean, after all they've gone through in the past mm-hmm. 18 months, and then they're like, you know what? We continue doing our thing. We're going to continue to support our communities. That's unbelievable. And yesterday we talked about uh, some of those Afghan refugees. I saw some uh, coming through customs at Dulles Airport. Kelly's been volunteering with organizations to help out. So uh, in yesterday's episode, if you want to check that out uh, at realfunddc.com or you know, if you're listening on a podcast, go back to yesterday's episode for more information about the organization you've been helping out with, which is really cool. Yes, yes. Um, we clearly have a theme today, but did you hear the story in the city paper? This guy wrote like a first person about living in a bar during the lockdown. <laughs> I mean, some of us did do that. Like it might've been our kitchens that was turned into a bar, <laughs> but an actual honest to goodness bar. So, okay. um, the bar called the public option on Rhode Island Avenue, he'd been a, a regular there and knew the owners. And he was telling the owners that. He was about to lose his job, couldn't afford his apartment, um, and they were having to close the bar down because you couldn't have people in a bar last October. And so they're like, hey, we've got the space. What if you just live in the bar? And he was like, I could live in a bar. And they were like, (laughs) only thing is, you got to feed our two cats that also live in the bar. The guy (laughs) was like, sure, sounds great. I'll feed your two cats that live in the bar. (laughs) And so from October to last May, he lived in the bar at the public option on Rhode Island Avenue while the owners um, went ahead, Kathy and her husband who owned the bar went ahead and they did like a cross country road trip, like camping in national parks and going to local breweries to like do a recon mission to find new beers to bring back to the to the bar for when it opened. And he took care of the cats, Sam and Patty. (laughs) That sounds like a good deal. <laughs> totally. There's photos in the city paper. I'll put a link in the uh, show in the show notes today. But there's um, this photo of like his bed by the bar and the cats on the bed. And they like moved his one bedroom apartment into figure just like the main bar area of this of this hole in the wall spot. 
once again, getting creative during lockdown. <laughs> that totally. takes it to a whole new level. <laughs> I'm just glad someone took care of the cats. Oh, cats. That, and that's, you know what? And also like well done on the owners finding a way to go across country mm-hmm. and making a tax write-off by being like, we're going to visit breweries <laughs> for our oh, bar. No. Brilliant. <laughs> also, if you have bar cats and they're named Sam and Patty, you've missed it. The bar cats should absolutely be named Sam and Diane. What's wrong with you? I don't get it. What kind of a Generation Xer are you? Well, you mean Jack and Diane? No, Sam and Diane from Cheers. Oh, bar. Okay. How did I, I? How did I make that? Ja- um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I've let my generation down. Give me your Gen X card. Give me it back. <laughs> you know what? You can have it. I'll take a millennial. That means I'm like at least ten years younger. I want your Madonna cassette. Give me it. Give me it now. <laughs> Put it in the mail to you, Tommy. In your whatever poverty poster you had. I want that too. Poverty sucks. <laughs> yeah, give it back. <laughs> I don't have that poster anymore. <laughs> you can't have those things anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that one. Um, So I guess you can grow mushrooms in D.C. I guess you can grow mushrooms technically anywhere, depending on the kind of mushroom. From being gone for a month was basically like Jumanji. And uh, we had someone come in and water the plants and all that stuff. But it's crazy when, like, there's not humans around. We have this ivy bush that's, like, rah, like climbing up the wall. And we have one of those little trees in a pot that's, like, grown, like, four different, like, um, limbs while we were gone. But I was watering the one. I don't know what it is. It's, like, a little palm tree-looking tree. And there is a nearly neon green mushroom that oh. is grown in the pot. Oh, pretty. Check this out. Yeah, check this out. I don't know what it is. I'm hoping like mushroom Twitter can get involved and help me figure this out, but it looks like something out of Jumanji or Narnia. Yeah. So um, I've never seen one in, it pop up inside, but, but in our yard, when we went away for a couple of weeks, it rained a lot and we mm-hmm. have mushrooms everywhere. Um, so uh, whoever was watering your plants, first off, they need a lot of moisture. Um, were the blinds down? No, they were up. Hmm. Yeah. Big sunlight. Cause we have a lot of windows. So actually I left the blinds up so that they would get a lot of sunlight. And I don't know what that is. Here's the thing. Don't uh, take it out, chop it up, saute it in butter. Don't do that. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, I wasn't thinking okay. that I was going to do that. I mean, it might make for a fun evening. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or a trip to the hospital. <laughs> right. One or the other. So, Dear mushroom Twitter. Do you know what this is? Do you know how to, what is going on with this mushroom? Oh, wow. Because it is, it is quite pretty. And there's another little one that's like growing up next to it. So I don't know. Mushrooms are such a weird thing. They're completely strange. And that's like the people who eat the mushrooms that you can eat in D.C. now that are legal because of the referendum. Yeah. I have so many questions about the folks who like first did it. <laughs> right. Like how did you know which mushroom to touch? Hey, this eat? thing's growing by the bottom of a tree. I'm going to give it a whirl. Right. Well, I told you about the mushrooms. Some of the fun mushrooms grow on cow dong. So, yes. I mean, who, yeah, who's the first person who did that? Who was like, hey, why not? I'm hungry. Seems like a great place to get a snack. <laughs> so wrong. There's mushrooms everywhere. To eat the mushroom on the cow dung, that's, that's a special kind of hungry. That's a whole new level. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of psychedelics, you were saying that Casey Musgraves did it for her new album, right? Uh, yeah, I listened to a, a podcast where they interviewed her. She went on um, one of those controlled psychedelic trips. Um, you know, with a doctor and with a, with a coach, I guess. I mean, it's a whole 
thing. It was very woo woo because she was going through a lot of, um, she, she kind of had writer's block and she had gone through a really tough divorce and, and some other things in her life and went on this. And then she came out of it like with this creative streak and was able to write most of her songs, uh, very quickly. And her new album, I think is coming out, um, actually any day now. And in fact, that she just announced she's going on tour and she'll be in DC in February. Oh, awesome. Anthem. Yeah. Um, it did not say where it was. Oh, it just said that right. she was coming to DC. So it was very, I mean, that's, I, I've heard people like you can, I've heard one of one in Costa Rica where it's like three or four days where you have this controlled trip. I yeah. feel like if I'm going to go to on a controlled trip, with medical personnel, Costa Rica is not my first choice of places to do that. Where do you want to go? Uh, GW Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> if I was not that I'm going to do a control trip, but if I was going to, I think like that would be a great spot. <laughs> <laughs> so you want like first world medical assistance yes, nearby? If I can go to Sibley for my mushroom experience, that would be great. That's where I'm going to go ahead and do it. Okay, we'll see if they as a service that they offer in the, in the coming years. Once again, not doing it, but I'm saying if I had to do it or if I did do it, I would like to go there. Fair enough. I feel like they would know how to handle that situation. Yes. Um, I don't know how we got to this point over months and months without talking about drama going on at school boards. <laughs> and we're not going to get into all the drama, but there's a lot that's happening. Yes. You may have seen on the news basically every day another video from another school board. And I guarantee you have not seen anything like this before. <laughs> so um, Henrico County, which Kelly tells me is right above Richmond, which we did a little Google on this morning in Virginia, um, real fun comma close to DC. There was a school board meeting that went absolutely um, not according to plan and not in the way they've not gone to plan recently. <laughs> the uh, students played a prank on the school board. And basically they went ahead and they filed for people to be speaking and they filed the names of folks who are going to be speaking and well, wait for um, it. <laughs> yeah. In, in, in this uh, environment, you answer to us and I'm asking that you do not pass this policy in Virginia. Looks totally normal. Thank you so right? much, Ms. Thomas. We do appreciate you. Mm -hmm. And then, Phil McCracken. <laughs> Phil McCracken. This is like 12 year old boy comedy. Sulk, Sook, Mahidik. Sook, Mahidik. Ophelia McHawk. Oh my God. Ophelia McHawk. I don't get it. And then they zoom in on the guy. Eileen Dover. <laughs> Eileen Dover. Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. Don Kiddick. Oh, I, yeah. Okay, I got Wayne that one. Kerr. <laughs> Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. Wayne Kerr. <laughs> you said it. Yeah, that was good stuff. Do you want to watch again? I mean, yes, but no. <laughs> Do 
Good for those students. I'm sorry. I, I know I shouldn't be saying that. I should be like an adult, but good for those students. That's great. And it's way less harmful than like putting a car on the roof. And how do you know it was students? How do you know it wasn't just like some parent that has like a wicked sense of humor and just like, I've had it with these people. That's true. I'm hoping it was students, but maybe it was just some parent who's like, I can't with this anymore. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, that video, which is not the initial video, that's like one of the, you're going to see this video today on the internet. That one vi that video has 7 million views already. Oh my God. This happened on the 26th. <laughs> <laughs> I have to show that to my kids. I would see if they find it funny. That's like, that's like Taylor Swift music video numbers. <laughs> Uh, Gary gets involved with the comments. Says, oh my God, that's amazing. It reminds me of when the news did D's nuts. <laughs> that was that was a thing too. Oh, D's <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. Well, thanks, Henrico County. Way to go. <laughs> you can catch up with our past episodes. If there's more you want to hear of our show, my goodness, there are hundreds there for you. I can't imagine you not listening. Just start at one. You know what? Just start at the first one and make your way all the way through. And please, please, please give us a five-star review. Even, gosh darn it, if you feel like we don't deserve it. Yeah. yeah. If you listen to all hundreds of those, you might need a psychedelic trip for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time.